Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, crazy cool parents. I've got my two oldest daughters here, and today they've got their babies napping right now, and so we've got a little break, so we thought we would just podcast it up <laughs> and talk to you guys about um, how to intentionally connect with your spouse in this season with small children. And so um, so what Don and I did, because the small children just kept coming, that I think that we had a season of small children for about two decades. And so we um, did all sorts of things. But I think the biggest investment that we would make in our marriage relationship is that we would, we would get away, that we would escape, that we would um, probably a couple times a year, we'd go stay in a bed and breakfast and... Um, they didn't have Airbnbs back then. <laughs> that's a cool new thing to do. Um, and so that's one of the things that we would do. And I'll share a few other things, but let's just talk to the girls and see what they're doing. Their babies are not even a year old yet. And so what are y'all doing to connect with your spouses in this little season? Me and Mom both looked at each other and pointed <laughs> at each other and say, you start. <laughs> um well, me and Damien just did what mom suggested was um, getting away, escaping. I turned 30 last week, so we went on a trip to Chicago. Um, we had a lot of points from paying for Sebastian's birth, so it, it worked out nicely. It's like you gave me a birthday trip. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Chicago and um, just hung out, us two. And before I had kids, I always said that I would still go on trips and date nights and things like that and then I would never miss my kid and I would never be that mom that would watch the same video over and over <laughs> of like my kid throwing that, up or something. I'm that grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said I wasn't going to do that, but I did that. The minute we even got into the airport, we were watching videos. But it was just really good to laugh together and for ha to have our conversations not be centered around his schedule and what he needs I feel like you don't really notice that that happens like you're still conversing and on the same team as your spouse at home with kids but you're rarely talking about each other or nothing you're talking about your kids and so that was really fun to do that and just to have quality time together that's good yeah I think something that we do um, well, we did, we have been traveling back and forth to Arkansas a lot without our baby, which has been multiple hours of getting time away to just talk, mm -hmm. but on a, where you're not sitting in the back seat with your baby, yes, exactly. <laughs> we can just talk to each other. Um, well, that is one thing is we do take, we take a lot of car trips, whether it's driving from college station to Dallas, Dallas to Arkansas. And that does seem to be a really good time for us to connect and talk because yeah, we yeah. are pausing and we're not so quite so busy with our normal lives. Um, another thing that we do, or at least try to do every night, is put Truett to bed. And this is like a 
once your baby actually goes to sleep at a decent time and then just spend that couple hours hanging out from eight to 10 or whatever that is. Um, whether it's working out or making dinner together or Larry will go get us a treat and we'll eat it, eat it together and watch a show or something. But we just make sure that we like take that time where we could in sometimes even want to like just read a book or Larry wants to, you know, read articles or whatever it is that we would rather do. Um, we choose not to, we choose to put away our phones and we choose to just like be together and connect in that time. And like Molly said, not think about baby or talk about baby, but just like think about, okay, how was your day? What was something that was hard? What was something exciting? Is there anything I'm doing that's making you mad? What do you want to do next week? Or do you have any plans for the week or whatever it is? What's Mm -hmm. your expectation for tomorrow? We ask that question a lot. What is your expectation Expectation for this afternoon? in the rest of this evening to look like what are your expectations for tomorrow and then we get we like get on the same page with our expectations so that we can help meet them for each other yeah I think that's important that Damien and I actually had a conversation about that last night when almost if not all of your time is surround or having to do with your kid it's important to when the kid is not there or when you're both there together like on the weekends to lay out the expectations so that there's not a disappointment so that any time you do get without your kid is not spent in either an argument or dealing with a disappointed <laughs> yeah. expectation That's and good. so it's just good to be like okay what's your plans for saturday well i would love to wake up and work out and then have breakfast with both of us okay let's make that happen or mm-hmm. actually i can't do that so the expectations not let down. Um, these questions, I'm got to say some questions that a friend of ours told us that they do every week together. And we tried to do this when Bash was first born because he didn't sleep. And so that was really hard. But kind of like what Malin said, just finding either once a month or time together to ask questions that work for you. The questions on here are, what brought you joy this week? What was something that was hard this week? What's one specific specific thing I can do for you this week how can I pray for you this week and this one is really good to give yourself time for is there anything that's gone unsaid convictions confession confessions unresolved hurt what's a dream desire or thought that's been on the forefront of your mind and so those are just you don't have to do all of them you can come up with your own but just having a time set aside where you guys might know consistently every other Thursday or every other Wednesday or every Tuesday or whatever, you're going to talk about the same things so that when something does happen and it feels crazy and you can't talk about it, you know that you've both committed to this time where you will be able to get your chance Mm -hmm. to voice it. Yeah. Well, so what I love about what both you guys have shared is intentionality. You and Larry intentionally spend time together and you guys intentionally are pursuing each other with those questions. And so I think that, Don and I did not do that very well as you guys were growing up. I mean, when y'all were little, little, we didn't have text messages. And so we didn't (laughs) communicate with each other throughout the day. Do you guys communicate with your spouses throughout the day? Is that? Uh, I would say most days we have a general idea. I have a general idea of what's going on in his world. I wouldn't say we're like texting every minute of like, how are you? What's up? Are you having, how are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, like for him to come home and tell me something whatever work related that he didn't mention earlier would have been like would be a surprise like we are in the general know of what's going on same Damien will usually text when he gets to work he'll make sure that me and Bash got to where we're supposed to be and then he might text one other time hey how's it going or a thought he had and then when he's on his way home and I'll do the same Um, but there's not a lot of this is what just happened five minutes ago but we that works for us because there's not 
for me anyways, an expectation that if I text him, he's not going to respond and me be upset. And it gives us the opportunity to kind of talk about our day later too. Yeah, that's good. And I think that that's what's important with keeping a marriage strengthened is when you guys do, or when I guess we too, I too am married, right? (laughs) When I do connect with my spouse throughout the day. And so we do a a way better job of that now that we can text and say, hey, what's going on? Or how's your day or whatever, so that we don't walk into like, I just remember Don would walk into my chaotic mess and, and have no idea that I'd been struggling all day long with a whole bunch of kids running around or whatever that is. And so now I can kind of give him a heads up hey it's been a rough day and so if you're communicating with your spouse then Mm -hmm. please continue to do that but if you're not then that might be something you add to your life just to give them a you know even if even if it's just a little thumbs up naps were not good today FYI or I'm so exhausted or I have a headache Yeah. yeah we do that and so then let's talk about some more ways to be intentional with your spouse um one of the things that um I saw someone, I was a little girl, I saw um, my friend's parents doing this, they would hold hands in the car, (laughs) anywhere that they went. And so I tried to do that, you know, along the way, whenever dad and I were in the car, just to have that physical connection every once in a while. What is physical connection look like with you guys? That's, you know, not the, not the intimate kind, we don't want to hear about that, (laughs) but just the connection. Me and Malin are looking at each other again because I married someone who maybe wouldn't be like physical touches and on his scale of love languages. But I am very physical touch and Madeline is similar to Damien and that it's like meh, but Larry is similar to me. And so we are good for combo because we'll all be together and Larry and I will just be like, love us, love us. And Damien and Malin will say, please, two steps back, it's too close. Um, but that's good for us. But for us, I mean, I remember mom and dad holding hands in the mm-hmm. car, like s- sitting in the back, like the far back of the suburban and watching them hold hands. Um, so Damien and I, we have talked about that, like making sure that in the car, when I get to sit in the front seat, that that's something we do. And even now that I'm back at work and Damien takes Bash to where he's supposed to go I'll go out to the car and we'll put him in the car and we'll we intentionally leave the door open so that he can see Damien giving me a kiss goodbye and telling me to have a good day and it's so funny because he'll look at us like what like almost like dad what are you doing mom are you okay with this but then he breaks into a huge smile when Damien will say I'm giving your mom a hug goodbye um so we intentionally do that just so Bash can see that's good how a man will lead in that way too yeah yeah, we do the same things. Larry has his hand on my leg when we're driving in the car because I want my hands free <laughs> <laughs> to do whatever I want to do in the car. But that is, and then something that we do really intentionally is I make sure because I know that my husband likes physical affection that whenever I'm around him, I I try to like hold his hand mm-hmm. or rub his back or whatever it is. And then specifically when we're like having a conversation like when I said it gets the end of the day we're sitting on the couch we're just talking about how our days went then I'll make sure that I like you know I'm holding his hand or put my put my my legs on his legs or something Mm -hmm. like that just to like make sure that when we're when we're having our intentional conversation time that we're also like being intentional physically and if you are 
the the partner that maybe is more inclined to be physical than the other one don't I spent the first year of my marriage thinking that Damien would just know I wanted things in my head but now if I say okay let's sit on the couch and watch a show and I want you to hold my hand okay great I'm setting him up for success I feel loved he's doing what I'm asking him to do and we're touching physically and I don't hold that against him in any way that he just didn't automatically think that or we get in bed at night and I'll say can you just cuddle me for one whole minute and then Brilliant. he'll cuddle me and then he'll turn over and go to sleep and I'm perfectly content so tell tell the person yeah. if you're the physical one that's more inclined to that what exactly you might want and if you know they're like okay I'll work on that then that should be good enough than them just automatically assuming it and so you guys have mentioned the love languages which I'm glad that you did that and so you just need to know what your spouse is and what you are and know that that's the language that you speak and they speak. And so even if you don't speak the same language, you can speak their language for them. Like, so Don's quality time and I'm acts of service and he's not at all acts of service and I'm not at all quality time. And so we've had to work really hard to mesh that and figure out. And so I think we've landed on like words of encouragement, you know, cause we're <laughs> neutral there. Um, and so that's good that you like you're, what is your, well, love languages. mine is also quality time, but it's kind of a weird version. Like it, you don't have to have a lot of people with quality time. There is <laughs> also partnered in, intentional conversation. That's not me. It's just like if you're in the same room as me, yeah. I proximity. feel like proximity. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what is interesting is Larry and I will have a conversation. We'll drive to Arkansas and back. So we spend 10 hours in the car together. And at the end of it, this just happened a couple weekends ago. I'm like, babe, do you feel loved? And he was like, no, <laughs> I was like, we just spent 10 hours together. And he was like, well, you slept for some of it. And we didn't really talk and we listened to music. And I was like, 10 hours, 10 hours. And so that was like helpful to know. Okay. Even though for me, I'm like, I feel great. We just spent 10 hours in the same proximity, 10 hours. Like we don't have to talk again for like another month, you know? And he, that was like, not what actually filled him up. And so I was like, great. What, what can I do in the last hour of this car ride to make you feel loved, you know? And so just asking the question of like what is it going to take because in my mind I was like I'm feeling great and in your mind you're feeling like that wasn't enough yeah we're kind of weird because I think I'm all of them but I think Larry's all of them too (laughs) I don't think Damien's any of them he's like doesn't need anything or if he is them he's very minimal I'm probably most words of encouragement and gifts but then in my marriage I'm physical touch and Damien is probably quality time, um, but very intentional, purposeful quality time. Like a car ride wouldn't be it. It would be intentional. Like, okay, we're going on a date and we're having this intentional conversation. That's the kind he would be. Um, but that works for me too. <laughs> so I take it all and give me it all. And he needs very little. So most of our conversations for us are around me having an expectation and voicing that and him following through with that and like for example I when I was I had bash in April and in October I sent him a link of a necklace that I wanted and I said bash will probably be born around Mother's Day either for his birth or for Mother's Day I would like this necklace and I sent it in October and I reminded him again in December and I sent it again in January and then I sent it again in February and then Bash, and was, Bash was born, born April, in 1st. April 1st <laughs> and I was like, hey, remember that necklace link I sent you? And he just was, kept saying, why don't you just buy it yourself? Like, I want you.
you to have it. Why don't you just buy it? And I was like, no, it's the idea that you took the time and you wrapped it and you gave it to me. And so then finally for Mother's Day, this brown box showed up on the front porch and he was like, oh, that's your necklace. And I, I was like, okay, I'll just open it. It's fine. And he had paid for them to give wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> and so like for him, that was a win. And for me, it was a win because he did what I asked, you know, but it's not something that he might have done on his own. And it's probably not how I would have picked for it to be. But we compromised in the middle and both felt like it ended well and we were loved and he enjoyed giving it to me and I enjoyed having it. And so that's we've had to work on that a lot in our marriage. That's so good. And so I just wanted to wrap up that um, the love languages. So it doesn't whatever love language your spouse speaks. Reality is it is um, through time that we make those connections with those relationships. And so whatever that looks like. And so. If you um, can create a space where you have a date, you come back and love your kids so much more when you do that. You love your spouse so much more. Everything gets, it's almost like a reset Mm -hmm. when you can come in and do that. but if, it, if it's not in the budget right now for you to get a babysitter, because sometimes before you even leave the house, you've spent 40, 50 bucks just for the babysitter, then put your kids to bed and say, mommy and daddy are going on a date tonight and it's going to be in the living room and you're not going to come out. And then just tell them, be intentional. Just yeah. like Molly said, they intentionally give smooches in front of Bash <laughs> so that he'll know that mom and dad love each other. We have to invite our kids into yes. our relationship when it comes to how important marriages yeah you guys I was gonna say that when you went on your weekend trips or you even went on dates I remember having babysitters and crying in the in I remember specifically we had these tiny square windows in the entryway and I would just sit there and cry when you guys would leave and every time (laughs) you were like not I don't really care but almost because your marriage was more important than my reaction and you would say we're going on a date because it's best for our marriage and it's best for you and then when you would go out of town it was hard for me like we got really cool nannies and really cool babysitters but a lot of the responsibility fell on me and Malin to keep things under control and you guys just said this is a sacrifice that you're making to help support our marriage and I talk about that all the time I think that that's one of the reasons why Damien and I automatically built in intentional stuff and knew that that would have to happen in the future because I saw you guys do it and so yeah tell your kids this is what this is what's best for mom and dad and this is what's best for our family I think that that's because then they get to be included on it too it's not something that's they're not that's that's happening to them it's something that's happening with them And then parents use that time to enjoy each other, laughter, fun. It's not the time to resolve conflict. That's at home, in bed, naked. (laughs) You're supposed to fight naked, naked supposedly. And just remember that. And I would even tell my girls when they would babysit, you need to make sure that the house is clean so that the mom and dad can come home and finish their date. And the mom's not, I mean, why is it, moms, that when 9, 10 o'clock rolls around and the kids are all in bed, that all of a sudden we need to mop the floor? Like, why? It's going to do, we can mop mop it in the morning when the children are awake or whatever but I don't know why we just get that second wind and our husband doesn't get the benefit of it and so I just want to encourage you to turn mm-hmm. toward your husband yeah. okay so I just want to just say um I don't know if it's a pet peeve that I have but I I, I I'll, I'll say it in a more positive way I love it when I see parents sitting next to each other 
when they choose their relationship over the mom-dad role. And so like at church, Don and I always sat together and we'd have our little line of little ducks all in a row down the, you know, whatever that would look like. But Don and I, we would preference each other at a restaurant. If we'd go to the movies or a concert or anything else like that, we would choose to sit by each other. And I understand parents that you feel like you need to be bookends and you need to corral your kids and they need to be in the middle of that. But I just encourage you when you sit by each other, it tells the world that your marriage is important. It tells your kids that your marriage is important. And it tells your spouse that you there's nowhere else in the world that you want to be than right next to them. And so that's a minor little practical thing. If you can't go on dates right now and you're too exhausted to do love languages and all that stuff, then just choose to sit by each other. Yeah. It's good. And then, oh, when Don and I were growing up, the growing up <laughs> you in did. our marriage, yeah, going from your twenties to your thirties to your forties to your fifties, <laughs> exactly. We were taught couch time, and so when this whatever your spouse got home or when you everybody got home from um, work or whatever, that we would just sit on the couch and visit for a few minutes. Now I don't know that we ever did that. It usually was <laughs> the girls are like, "Mom, you never did that." <laughs> <I> remember that? <laughs> but it was uh, for us. It was around the kitchen table. So dad would come in and he would share a couple highlights of his day and we'd share a couple highlights of our days and then the kids would take over and they would dominate dad's time. So, (laughs) all right, parents, go um, enjoy your spouse, connect with your spouse, be intentional because it's worth it. Because the bottom line is at some point in time, all the children will be leaving. They're leaving one by one and you will have each other to sit next to and hold hands and invest in. So go be crazy, crazyequalfamily.com.